for downloading A Shot of Torah with Levi Cooper, a podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. For more original Torah content, visit elmad.pardes.org. This is Levi Cooper coming to you from Pardes in Yerushalayim. My dear friends, I just came across a fascinating responsum from 1982, and I shared it with my community in Sur Hadassah, and I'd like to share it with you as well. But first, a word of introduction. According to the sages, there are two types of wars. One war is called a milchemet mitzvah, and that is that refers to a war to conquer the land And the historical example is Joshua entering the land of Israel. A second type of war is called a milchemet reshut, an optional war. And that is a war where the goal is to expand the borders of Israel. And that type of war is the wars that King David fought to expand his realm. And according to Jewish law, this second type of law of war, the Milchemet Rashut, the optional war, can only be declared by a king together with the approval of the Sanhedrin. So I found in a responsum from nineteen eighty two, the summer, the late summer of nineteen eighty two, that the Kloisenburger Rebbe, who at the time lived in Natanya, but was visiting his community in America. And he writes that he decided to question whether people were allowed to join the army and to sacrifice or at least endanger their lives. And the Klosenburger Rebbe asks, what is the license for such a move? Why did the Klosenburger Rebbe suddenly in 1982 decide that he wanted to deal with this subject? He doesn't tell us. But of course, those of you who are familiar with Israeli history know that in in the summer of 1982 was what we now know as the first Lebanon War. And I imagine that that's what precipitated the Klosenburger Rebbe's discussion. And this discussion was then later printed in his collection of responsa, which, are no, which is known under the title Divrei Yatsiv. Now, when addressing the question, what was bothering the Kloisenburger Rebbe? I th- what was bothering him was how can, you're not allowed, according to Jewish law, to endanger your own life. That is in for, a form of committing suicide which is not permitted according to Jewish law. How then, said the, Admor, said the Klosenburger Rebbe, how then can a person join the army? If it's a milchemet mitzvah, a war that is a mitzvah, then not a problem. That's a mitzvah. But the case at hand wasn't considered, at least in the eyes of the Klosenburger Rebbe, a milchemet mitzvah. The goal of the war Said the, said the Klosenburger Rebbe, and I don't know if the generals would agree with this or the politicians, was to strike fear in the hearts of those people who were endangering Israel. And therefore, the Klosenburger Rebbe said, it's not a milchemet mitzvah. What about a milchemet rashut, an optional war? 
The Klosenburger Rebbe said, for that, you need a king and you need a Sanhedrin. And in the modern state of Israel, we don't have not a king nor a Sanhedrin. So, is it permitted to join the army? Or perhaps that's a form of suicide which is forbidden according to Jewish law. The Klosenburger Rebbe considers a number of different directions, but he comes to the conclusion that those people who join the army to save their brothers and sisters, they are holy people. And then he tries to explain the reason for his position. And the Klosenburger Rebbe says, that when you're going to save another individual, we say, Chayecha Kodmim, your, your life takes precedence over your friend's life. But here, soldiers serving in the Israeli army, they're not going to save one other person's life. They're going to save many people's lives. And to save many people's lives, you're allowed to endanger yourself. The Klosenburger Rebbe asks, do we have a source for such a calculus? And the Klosenburger Rebbe says that we can learn this from Yael, the wife of Hever, who when we know the story from Judges, when Sisra, the Canaanite general, lost the battle and was fleeing, he came to the tents of Hever, and Yael invited him into, the, into her tent. And the Talmud says she slept with him in order to exhaust him. And once he fell asleep, she killed him. And the Talmud says, how could it be that Yael could commit adultery? And the Talmud explains, G'dola avera lishma. Great is a sin for its own sake, which could be translated or understood as great is a sin for the sake of heaven. The Talmud understands that Yael's action was a sin, but since it was to save the Jewish people, it was a laudable act. Now this is a very problematic category in Jewish tradition, a fascinating category. But the Klosenburger Rebbe says, that's the way it is with soldiers. It's a sin to endanger your own life. But in order to save the masses, to save the Jewish people, you are allowed to endanger your own life. I was fascinated by this responsum. And who am I to argue with the great Klosenburger Rebbe? I find, but I find that the use of the category Averali Shma to refer to soldiers who risk their lives for the state of Israel and pro to protect our people, to refer to that as an Averalishma, I find that to be incongruous. In my mind, it is a mitzvah. But nevertheless, the Klosenburger Rebbe's a creative approach to use the category of Averalishma to laud the acts of our soldiers who are protecting the land of Israel, the state of Israel, the Jewish people. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Beit Midrash! Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. For more original Torah content, visit almad.pardes.org.